Welcome to our podcast, Chaos Theory, hosted by Vitek Savit and Cameron Takmio. We don't know where we'll end. We do know where we'll start. I was First podcast, you know, it's kind of a weird vibe. We're both kind of awkward, both kind of scared. It's all right, you know. It's gonna be a little awkward. It's gonna be a little painful to listen to, but would you consider ourselves as two antisocial gentlemen? Uh, see, I'm like selectively antisocial. If that makes sense. Like, there's days where I'm like, oh, I just want to leave the house and never come back. There's days where it's like I never want to come out of the house because that'd be the worst thing that could ever happen to me in my life. So it's like that term we want we like once heard on the SAT amnivert. We're like we're not extroverted, but we're also not introverted. So we're like kind of in the middle. I'm like selectively extra, extra and introvert. It depends on people. Like if there's someone I doesn't know, don't know, and they're like, "Hey, come here. Let's do this and do that." I'm like, "Wow, it really sucks. My mother actually needs me to do grocery shopping like right now at 9:30 p.m. I'm so sorry, but can't do it." And there's other people who are like, yeah, I'm going to drop everything so that I don't have to do anything and I can just hang out with you. So I guess it's kind of a selective thing. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't always want to leave the house. You know what I mean? Sometimes cuddling in my bed with a audiobook is better than going out and like being social. Honestly, like, Sometimes you just feel guilty with like once you start school and you start your work obligations and all that stuff, you just feel guilty. You're like, should I be doing the stupid math homework that I need to do or should I leave the house? But then when you're outside, all you can think about is how you're not doing your stupid math homework. Yeah, it's weird how this is the first time we have a mindset like this. We're seniors in high school and we've never had these kind of thoughts. Like as a child, it's always I don't want to do math, definitely gravitate towards sociability. But now it's... It's more gray space. I know. And like, getting to the part of life where like we actually have to care about this type of stuff, which kind of sucks. Because like, you gotta be like, uh, should I go out and get food or should I get into a good college? And then you're like, I guess I got to stay inside and drink my sad coffee and my sad breakfast instead of going to Dunkin' Donuts or whatever with a friend. Yeah, you know, getting that six hours of sleep you know uh, studying for tests okay six hours is pretty genuine that is not always all right right. six hours that's like me on a very solid thursday you know a little homework a little wasting time you know go to sleep at 12 have a you know we're talking more four three two one blast off type of thing like kind of that range which is also not healthy or okay but you know we make do But the best part of not being able to sleep because of homework is that you're not the only one. When we had a research paper done, the whole group chat was going off how no one is sleeping, how everyone's writing, how everyone's stressed out. And it kind of makes a community in itself, don't you think? But there's that one person that's always just like, well, actually, I'm the one that finished uh, two days ago, and I'm going to go to sleep really soundly and well. Yeah, he's hated on in the group chat. No No one likes him. We can... Let's name that person, person C. C? That's the first letter of my name. Wait, no, that's it. Uh-huh. That is not me. Okay, okay. You guys, some of some of, some of these fools, they, they don't do their work. They they complain. They're like, oh, my God. 
uh, how do we, what is the result? What is the result? Okay, and you know what? I'm behind too. I, I don't work either. I'm lazy. But like, I'm a little intelligent and I know how to Google stuff. So Some people in this chat are very not Google reliant and more, uh, hey, let me just ask my friends this. Yeah, but the thing, even with the people see, there's something that binds all of us together in that group chat. It's how no one knows what is going on. No one, no one actually knows what they're writing about. And especially this person, I'm going to just call him V for reference. He is also one of the most clueless people in the chat. And no, no offense, but I feel like he could be less clueless sometimes. I'm kidding. This V person is pretty cool too, but his feet stink. Okay, we should really stop using um, the first letter of both of our names for explaining people that we don't like. So, No, I'm talking about you. Oh, okay. Moving on. So, as a child, our mindset is totally different. Like, we used to wake up every Saturday and put on the TV and listen to, uh, listen and watch to Cartoon Network with our cereal in our laps. What changed between that and now? Um, I think like borderline clinical depression of just school, like literally. Okay, Cameron, this is this. Let's keep it PG here. Let's. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. Sorry. Teenage angst, okay? You become a teenager and they're like, no, cartoons are not cool. I just want to be an adult. And then you're like, just want to grow up so fast. And then so you're like, doing, you're not watching cartoons no more. But then as you get out of that stage, you're like, damn, I wish I was still a kid again. Yeah, but I feel like cartoons also change with time. Like, our timeline is Cartoon Network from the ages of, let's say, uh, 7 to 13. And then from 13 on, I think it's all anime and Spirited Away and Death Note. And do you agree? I, I, I do concur with your point. Um, but before before four years old, I think we gravitated towards PBS and Sesame Street. Uh, for me, it was Barney. But you know what? I, I, I think Elmo did have a big role in my life. And Was Barney not PBS? Barney was PBS. I said PBS and Sesame Street. Yeah. Okay. No, well, you, you said like, oh, like Elmo. And like, I thought you were like mainly an Elmo type of dude. If anything, I was Big Bird. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm just saying you're the, the Sesame Street type of dude. I was just saying I'm a Barney type of dude. I'm a, and, and at some points I was a Backyardigan type of dude. I was, I was, um, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm not always a Backyardigan type. Okay, but Bark Backyardigans is making a comeback with the like all the TikTok sounds. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like, as a, as someone who was like around younger kids when I was young, like I'd like daycare, I'd watch a lot of like Sophia the First, Paw Patrol, all these like kids show, kid kid shows. It's like so weird how like overstimulating and like just like. Yeah, Cartoon Network is not the same as it used to be. I have a younger brother, and of course I'm forced to watch some TV with him as, you know, spending time with him. And it's not the same. Some are better, but some, like, remastered cartoons were remastered for the worst. I know, like, this, this, oh God, what I like this Scooby-Doo was just egregiously awful. Like, they over cartoon cartooned is that a, that a word cartoonized. cartoonized the the characters they were already cartoons but they were good quality 1990s type cartoons now it's super big eyes very high-pitched voices like i can't even do impressions of most of the characters on cartoon network currently 
Like Zoink Scoop, they're ruining, they're ruining cartoons. Like that was the good. Okay, that was uh, that was an okay impression, but that back then was the good voice of Shaggy. Now it's just, it's not Shaggy anymore. It's it's not the guy that we know is like Shaggy. I know Shaggy. As you grow up, I won't say it explicitly, but as you grow up, you realize how uh, the certain nuances of Shaggy's character that really explain a lot about his, let's say, eating habits and behavior. So, would you say that the change in these cartoons stem from advances in psychological knowledge and also keeping up with trends? I mean, I think it just, like, whatever makes the most money, to be honest, is what people are going to make and buy and create just for the sole purpose of money. So, but what makes this money? Is it just new cartoons? Because they always introduce new cartoons, but something about these is different. What do you think? It's what the kids want, okay? It's what these kids, it's, it's, it's what, like, sells. What backpacks, what jackets, what, like, headband, whatever that they can make merchandise of, these kids will buy, and that's what matters. Okay, but think more into it. Why would they buy it? Is it because they are more attracted to high-pitched noises and colors? I mean, I think any kid is highly stimulated and needs that type of stimulation that like a vibrant color but another thing is i think these are they're changing i think to kind of fit the like the new quality of anim animation with like new tools and everything like that yeah another thing that changes is like desks like childhood desks mine went from having stuffed animals and posters to my calc 2 textbook and pictures of my girlfriend and stuff like that like everything's changing i know and like back then i had the spider-man stickers and uh i had the lego sets on my desk and now it's just like homework it's kind of sad because like i'm not even gonna elaborate it's just it's just very sad it's just <sighs> so cameron if you could would you return your childhood desk and lifestyle in your last year of high school before you move on to college okay the whole point of childhood is that it's nostalgia and so you lose that kind of sense of nostalgia if you want to live that last year of childhood like right in that moment so like the, the whole point is that you, the whole point of childhood is that like childhood of course it was great but you kind of romanticize you romanticize it because like you forget all the bad stuff about your childhood and like and like you remember all the good stuff you're like oh i, I would love it for it be this simple like think about the, all the great stuff you can do now. You can drive. You can go wherever you want. You can you have so much freedom in your life. You can go to whatever college you want. You can make so many new friends. It's like as a child, it's kind of like you have a lot of fun, but you have a lot of like non-freedoms and a lot of like lifestyle that's very hindered just because you're a child. And so I think the whole point is that like that protection and that safety and that kind of fun of childhood is like romanticized due to the nostalgia of childhood. So simply, your answer is no. Yeah. Okay, so for Cameron, it's important not to bring back childhood. It's something that we look back on and we hope that it's the same in the future, right? Yeah, and I mean like, yeah. I think my later life stages of life, even though I'm, we're both like children still, it, um, my later stage of life was definitely more enjoyable than my childhood. And I think I would love to just keep building on the age I'm not, age I am, and not just go back to being a child and go back to the life I had. 
Okay, so let's start a test. Supposedly, the prime of your life is in your early 20s. This is where you go out and party and be very social and you actually have topics that you can talk about to people that are around your same age, but it's not full on adult conversations. But also some people can um, say the opposite where kids and childhood is the best point in your life. So because we went through one stage and did not go through the other yet, let's start a test from now on. See if this is actually true, if we prefer our childhood or this stage in life. Okay, Cameron's yawning. Right, okay, I'm back. Hey, he's trying to cancel me. He's he's the one. We don't have a video, but he keeps taking the mic out of my hand. So I, I apologize if he restricts my freedom. He's act. He 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 makes me seem like a crazy person. Okay. Anyways, anyways, aside from that, I do think it would be very interesting to see. Like, I, I would I would love to live like one day again. I well I wouldn't live a whole year as a child. But like maybe like one day. That'd be pretty cool. So it's like saying you'd go somewhere for vacation, but you wouldn't live there as your regular life. Yeah, I, w I wouldn't live in, I, yeah, exactly right. Okay, so like you don't want to break this, this amazing childhood memory by living in it. Yeah, you know, like I just don't want to like taint what I think of my childhood. Like even though like my childhood wasn't all roses and daisies, I kind of romantic. I know I'm aware of romanticizing it, just so like I have that happy memory of nostalgia in my brain. Or maybe children don't know the difference between regular life and problems and how it can get better. So maybe we don't really realize all those problems unless unless we look back at them now. But we don't even remember our lives fully. Only the Cartoon Network shows, the foods we ate. A cereal in the morning and Christmas Eve, I guess. Yeah, you know, I think it's a very valid point. Um, my throat is, hell is very parched right now, so I apologize if you can hear the the parchedness of my throat. Uh, continuing that thought, though, I do think it's very interesting how we kind of like romanticize other places, romanticize other things in life, just because we're not in the moment of it. And I feel like this romanticizing is non-linear. I feel like we do the same thing for the past, like, and the near future and the distant future, where we hope that it all gets better based off of the past where it was fully better. Do you agree? Uh, I do. Also, not to interject, but I just texted Kat and she was like, yeah, I'm actually talking about Cartoon Network with my friend right now. So it's a pretty interesting thought. Anyways, yeah. Um, also, sorry, I'm very like, we're both kind of like ADHDs, so we apologize if we kind of deviate, but like this, this background music is, you can thank me, I was the one that made it. Uh, he made the drums and then in the intro, he was like the director, but like I'm the dude like doesn't get the credit, but like still get the satisfaction of hearing his like piano go throughout the entire podcast, so I can take credit for that. Anyways... Back to their point about Cartoon Network and childhood. I think, uh, I don't know, the romanticization of age and all this stuff is really interesting to look at how, like, differently we view different parts of our life, you know? I guess I'll pass it over to Big Tech because, you know, he wants the mic again. I mean... Our lives went from Millennium Falcon Lego sets to SAT books, and I don't think that's fair. I wanted to go back the way it was. Can it? Is it possible?
for to go from Lego sets to SAT books back to Lego sets? Um, I mean, like, if you make tons of money and just act like a man-child once you're, like, rich and just do whatever you want, I mean, that's, like, definitely... Like, think about it. You would, like, retire at 40 and just spend all your money on Lego sets, and then, like, you're like, hey, kids, pay for your own college, because I had the Millennium Falcon Lego set and every Lego set. You can just do whatever you want once you're an adult, and I think that's the best part of just doing stuff that, like, makes you a kid again. So Cameron's dream life, from what I'm hearing, is become a wonderkin at the age of 30, retire by the age of 40 with enough money to survive, and have a man cave filled with Star Wars Lego sets. Is that true? See, I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? I, I will concede that it's true. Um, I'm a sports guy, so like, I have more of that. But like, Vitek's definitely like a Lego, um, what's the other one? Like the fake Lego? No, it's that fake Lego. It starts like a D. It's like Duo Leap, not Duo Leap. <laughs> it's like sub did sub. It's like the fake. No, no, no. I'm thinking about the, the fake Pokemon Digimon. Okay, never mind. Anyways, um, yeah, Legos is more your thing. Star Wars. He's, yeah, <sighs> just to have a man cave would be very. You know, I'm just I'm just fantasizing right now. And who would you let in this man cave? Would you let your kids and wife in this man cave, or would it be totally restricted? I would have a family-friendly part of the man cave, and then there's a curtain. That's my man cave. So then, when I get, you know, like all those people who like. Okay, I don't. I don't want to know what's behind that curtain, Cameron. No, no, no. It's just for my privacy. Like if, like my kids, like, like, you know, those people like, oh, I hate my wife and kids. Like I won't hate my wife and kids because then when I'm mad at my wife and kids. I'll just like go to my TV behind the curtain and just chill and just do whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I don't hate my wife and kids. Yeah, that's like. Basically, I was talking with my girlfriend, and she's in a triple in her college dorm, and she always says how she, like, misses the alone time she had. So do you think every household should have a curtain where you get your own alone time? I mean, I think that's the whole point of a room. But when you're sharing a room with someone for the rest of your life, do you still think you should have a curtain? Um, like, I guess... Yeah, sure, I guess. But like, the curtain doesn't really achieve much if you're like right next to each other. I mean, you know, the cur the curtain is hypothetical here. I guess, yeah. Okay. So, I think to conclude, I guess we don't want to go back to our childhood, but we hope it comes back to us. That is factual, my sir. Okay, so that is all for this podcast this week. I think I don't even know if we're gonna do weekly or daily. I don't. Yeah, like, I think we're only ending it because our throats are very parched right now. We, we made a fatal mistake in podcasting 101. We did not bring a water bottle, which is something. See, we're learning every, something every time, I think. Um, there's definitely improvements to be made. And I don't know if we'll do this weekly, monthly, daily, hourly, you know. So we'll see how, how it goes, how it goes it. But stay tuned for more. The website you can reach us at is www dot www dot dot okay we don't okay we don't we don't have a website yet we will get a website and we want to hear from our listeners what they want on this podcast no we don't need a website we just need tiktoks with tiktok dances and tiktok clips. no 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 cameron cameron we don't want to meddle in the trends of today we want to be better than that 
No, but like you saw that new dance. Okay, that, that these dances on TikTok, they're getting harder and harder as TikTok. Like I remember, like two years ago, these dances. It was like a arm swing or like you like move your shoulders. Now it's like full on choreography. Like you gotta like like first beat step, second beat swing your arm, third beat this, third beat that, and it's just like can't. We're supposed to end the podcast. This is a conversation for next time. No, but the whole point of the okay, you know, it's it's fine. You know what? See. Guys, he is restricting my freedom. It's like I am his prisoner right now. He's forcing me to do this podcast. I don't, please send help. He's forcing me. Okay, I'm just kidding. He's not forcing me. Um, We'll, we'll end this podcast because we have to. We gotta end the podcast, guys. Okay, so tune in next time. Sayonara. No, sayonara. <laughs>